here's my prediction for 2023. I'll never know what day it is. Here's my prediction for the end of 2022. You have no gift for anybody. To solve both of our problems, we just want to remind all of you that we still have for sale our 2023 365 Days of Los Angeles History wall calendars. They make the perfect Christmas and Hanukkah gift and Kwanzaa gift and, and New Year's gift and solstice gift as well and New Year's Eve gift and Christmas Eve gift. So buy one for each of those holidays. If you don't know, they are a monthly calendar. They have different pictures from around LA. And most importantly, every single day on the calendar is a different date in Los Angeles history. They're $35 shipping included. So if you want to get one of these, you can go to lameeklypodcast.com slash merch to place your order. So that's $35 shipping included and get these before it's too late because yep. when this comes out, you'll only have a little bit more time before the post office becomes... Uh, <laughs> There is no word to define it. It's just like a long uh-huh. sigh, and then you start crying. It becomes Cthulhu SPS. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, buy these 2023 LA History calendars, $35 shipping included, lameeklypodcast.com slash merch. And now for the music. Is that a fiddle I hear in the distance, Daniel? Is that Georgia I hear in the distance? Is that a crossroads we're standing on? I almost said crosswords. Is that a crossword I'm standing on? (laughs) That's how little opportunity I would have to make a cool deal with the devil, is that I would have to make a deal with him at the crosswords. (laughs) Uh, He'd make you solve it. It'd be like nine letters for neighbor of Peru, and he'd be like, I don't know. I don't know geography. Five letters down for fallen angel, five letters across for opposite of God. Oh, no. Oh, no, I did it again. Well, look, you don't have to go down to the crossroads or the crosswords to make a deal with the Meekly Music Box, because that's where you are right now. Well... Listening to this podcast is sort of like making a deal with the devil. Yeah, meaning lots of paperwork and we both have tails. Don't forget to mention our Pitchfork collection, (laughs) our prized Pitchfork. When we're doing the music box, our Pitchforks are actually tune forks. (laughs) (laughs) But that brings it all back to the noble fiddle, Greg, (laughs) because this month we are featuring a group called Rose's Pawn Shop, and you're going to hear some fiddle. But before we get into all of the fiddling, we are going to hear our first song by Rose's Pawn Shop called Ghost Town. That's kind of devilish. I mean, if the devil is responsible for ghosts, sure. There's no... Yeah. I mean, who else is doing it? It could just be a thing that happens. God? Your God? <laughs> it could be like a, just a thing that happens and then the devil and God have to be like, that one's mine now. Dibs, 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 dibs. <laughs> okay, so we're going to hear Ghost Town by Rose's Pawn Shop. So we'll talk a little bit more about the band after this. So get ready to listen to Ghost Town by Rose's Pawn Shop. Love you gave me was counterfeit All I can do now is burn 
was ghost town by rose's pawn shop uh if you told me that we would ever have a country-esque band you called a bluegrass on our uh, meekly music box i I would call you a liar because i'm like country bands don't happen in los angeles but i'm now i'm very curious at how this happened because they're very good not only do they happen in los angeles the guy behind it is from los angeles which we're going to get to and uh, very interesting but it's it's funny you bring that up because okay, I'll save that for Don't point at me. I'll save that for when Don't point uh, at me. I'm pointing straight at my webcam right now. <laughs> I'm not pointing at you, I'm pointing at my webcam. My webcam, which is my property, and I can point at it if I want to. <laughs> and since you're on my webcam, you're my property now. <laughs> you call you said this was more country. I, I I mean, I think they they seem to go by a bunch of different things. Right. But I consider this to be more bluegrassy. And I was afraid to sort of draw the comparison to Mumford and Sons because I don't know right. how they might feel about that. I mean, I like Mumford and Sons. Sums. Yeah. Mumf- Mumps. Mumford Mumf- Sons. And the band, too. Mumf- Not only do you like them, but you like the band, too. The mum- oh, the Mumfords are beautiful people. I was listening, thinking about Old Crow Medicine Show. And I, I'm sure bands don't like to be compared to other bands. <laughs> Uh, which we do in every well, yeah. single one of these, <laughs> but it's got such a big full sound. It's hard to it's hard to not like them. I think that's kind of what's confusing both of us is that it's sort of got bluegrass and country going on yeah. at the same time. Which is the Venn diagram space of is so big. Of course, like would you call it a crossroads of bluegrass and country? I would, ser- I would certainly call it an intersection. Um, <laughs> I. 
I, I wonder how many of these people have made deals with the devil and also how many of them are ghosts. <laughs> Two different questions I'm going to have to follow up with. If you want me to like your band, you just have to tell me that some of the members are ghosts. <laughs> or that you made a deal with the devil. That's also pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Or if you are the devil. Listen, if the devil lives in Los Angeles, and we know he does, submit to the Meekly Music Box for, yeah. for next month, and we'll have the devil's band on. We'll have a little seance or whatever you need to summon yourself. <laughs> Feel at home. <laughs> Let's hear a little bit about who they are, and I'll get yes. to the point that I wanted to make when I pointed at my webcam Don't and not you. So they say we're Rose's Pawn Shop, mm -hmm. a very hyphenated band, Americana, folk, rock, bluegrass from the heart of the city of Los Angeles. See, notice country is not in there. Hmm. You're right. You're uh, you know right. what? I think Americana is the term we're looking for. It's the, in, yeah. it's the devil's crossroad of country and bluegrass. And also the addition of rock to that, making sure that it is amplified and they do move a lot faster than most. That's what's throwing <laughs> me is like bluegrass doesn't move this fast. It's not this full of a sound. If you Americana plus rock plus bluegrass equals country. So why are we oh, pretending okay. like uh, it does? Oh, okay. Okay. They said, we started up during the mid-2000s alt-country Americana boom and began writing and putting together a sound that was a mix of American music styles from country mm -hmm. to rock to bluegrass to punk and beyond. I guess, is that that's sort of, I guess you would consider maybe Mumford & Sons to be part of that. I think Americana they're more like boom. they're more the way I think of them more folk revival, but it's all under the same umbrella. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other bands from that boom. Uh, I know. I, I mean, I know one Roses Pawn Shop, <laughs> Saddle Tramps. I know fit into that, which is sort of like an old style bluegrass country Americana rock. Like that's Saddle Tramps fits perfectly into that. Never heard of that in my life. Okay. That's fine. I was riding horses in the mid 2000s. Is that part of this? <laughs> because I only have mean things to say and I'm going to skip it. I want to get to the part that I keep pointing to you about because I keep bringing it up. But look, let's get to it. Okay, let's get to it. My name is Paul Javant and I'm the founder of the group, the singer, the guitar and banjo player and the Whoa. primary songwriter. The group also consists of Stephen Andrews on upright bass who made a deal with the devil, Tim <laughs> Weed on fiddle who is the devil. He's got the fiddle. Zachary <laughs> Ross on electric guitar, Ghost. Matt Lesser on drums, Ghost. And sometimes John Krause on banjo and guitar, Devil. <laughs> accounted to hell. That's fine. Yeah. He's got to keep all the paperwork and crunch numbers. Paul says, I grew up in the suburbs of Los Angeles, the Valley, Chatsworth, Ooh. and then Simi Valley. So I'm an okay. LA area native. So this is what I was pointing at my webcam and not you about. Because we always talk about how the Valley, the part I grew up in, which is near Chatsworth, mm -hmm. and especially Chatsworth, has a, a country horsey sort of feel. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense that this music came out of it. That's very interesting because that's the way I think of the valley as like urban country area, which doesn't make any sense at all. But like, that's what the sound is perfectly like valley country, city country, city country. Yeah, <laughs> I was influenced by and listened to all sorts of music growing up from hair metal to alternative rock to jazz and folk. It took me a little bit into my late teens to really get into folk and old country like Hank Williams, Sr., mm. Johnny Cash and mm. Bill Monroe. I don't know Bill Monroe as well, but Hank Williams is hard eyes, hard eyes, hard eyes forever. You like Hank Williams Sr.? I'm more of a junior guy. You're trash, okay? Is there a Hank Williams Sr.? Or did I? is this a typo? No, it's Hank Williams, but because Junior is so popular and Hank Williams 3 is so popular that you want to specify which Hank Williams that you're talking There's about. There's a third Hank Williams? Yeah. I, I, I'm still recovering from learning there was a 
second Hank Williams. <laughs> there are three Hank Williams, yes. Uh, there are three Hank Williams. Yeah. One, one of will them lead lies. you to your death. <laughs> <laughs> and you meet them at the crossroads. One of them can only lie. One of them can only tell the truth. And the other one is just as confused as you are. <laughs> He said, I went for a deep listening dive with all that stuff and eventually discovered Gillian Welch, who is also Ooh. an L.A. native. But she makes music that sounds like it was written 150 years ago. <laughs> in, here, in the Apple, Do you say it Appalachian or Appalachian? I say Appalachian. So do I. But Melissa always says Appalachian. Is she a hillbilly? She might. She might be a redneck, Greg. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and say it's Appalachian Mountains. Okay. But also sounds modern and timeless. I fell in love with the song forms of country and folk and wanted to write in that style. I was also inspired by the history of country music in California, like Merle Haggard, Buck Owens, which is very weird. Buck Owens is from California. Bakersfield. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Okay. They, they have like the whole like Crystal Palace or whatever in Bakersfield. I didn't know that Buck Owens. That's interesting. It, it's it's kind of it doesn't make any sense, but it, isn't that weird? That's very weird. I know Spade Cooley killed somebody in that part of town too. Did he but kill Buck Owens? Oh no, I didn't. No one told you. Or did he answer the three Williamses question wrong? <laughs> <laughs> the Williamses are the witches of Shakespeare. It actually was Hank, the Hank Williams. They share one guitar string. <laughs> He said, I met some kindred spirits along the way and we crafted the Roses Pawn Shop sound with a mishmash of those styles of music we loved. It's a sound for campfires and car stereos, for front porches and dive bars, for the heart as well as the heartland. That momentum continues with Punch Drunk Life, recorded amidst the chaos of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's a life-embracing album rooted in the lessons learned during times of struggle. All-time pugilist... Would you say pugilist or pugilist? I don't know what they're going for. It's a, it's like, a, it means a boxer. Oh, that was off air that we were talking about Mike Tyson and Vander Holyfield becoming business partners. But yeah. a pugilist or pugilist is like a boxer. You're making the, I know that you're doing boxing like a speed bag, but it looks like you're shoveling soup in your mouth like an orphan boy from uh, Charles what? Dickens. What? What? <laughs> More, faster, more, more, faster. That's if they, Oliver Twist was a boxer. Go ahead. So old-time pugilist, the record's dynamic opener, turns a boxing metaphor into a bold battle cry about fighting against life's hurdles and hardships. The Lonely One finds Gavant rededicating himself to the hard scramble life of a road warrior. Gratitude celebrates the legacy of a departed loved one, while songs like Ghost Town, High Lonesome, and Halfway Down the Road, Ghost Town, we heard, coat themselves with the cinematic sepia field imagery do you say sepia or sepia? I say sepia, but I, I might be wrong because too. no one's ever, I don't think I've ever said it out loud before. Well, I'm going to say also sepia filtered imagery of the band's tours across North America's forgotten places. Recorded by a band of genuine road warriors, punch drunk life swirls together its own geography, a place where endless highways, desert landscapes, and the long road toward home all converge. With punch drunk life, Rose's pawn shop makes a long awaited return after an eight year absence from the record studio. Things have evolved since the group's previous album, Gravity Well, earned high marks from Rolling Stone, who dubbed the record a blast of 21st century pick and party music, and GQ, who praised the group's knee-slapping bluegrassy twang. Bandmates have come and gone, families have been built, side projects have been launched. Meanwhile, Rose's Pawn Shop have continued to expand both their artistry and their audience thanks to a dedicated touring schedule that's taken the band from the venues of Southern California to the fishing villages of Alaska to Ooh. the mountain towns of the American Southwest. Their new 
record Punch Drunk Life is set to release on February 23rd, 2023. That's uh, a couple months from when this is coming out. Um, and I'm looking forward to it now after these two songs. I thought I had nothing to do on February 23rd. Now, look at me. I'll be in line. Still recovering from Valentine's Day. And now look at me. <laughs> Wiping lipstick off my cheeks. <laughs> so in terms of how LA has influenced their music, I was he says again, I was born and raised in LA in Southern California. And most of my life has been lived here. So my whole life is influenced by LA. My most meaningful relationships have all happened in Los Angeles. The ups and downs, the victories and heartaches all have LA as their backdrop for me. The toughness of the city and the music industry, the wild nature that surrounds and reaches into this urban core and the richness of its musical culture with its enclaves of genres and subgenres, the amazing musicianship and songwriting I've witnessed over the years in this city, that's all woven its way into my music and writing. And he forgot to mention the countryness of Chatsworth. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He forgot the to North mention Valley. that. If you're going to find hay in Los Angeles, it's probably going to be in Chatsworth. You might be in Chatsworth. You might be in Chatsworth. If you see a bunch of hay next to your car, you might be in Chatsworth. You can find their music at all the usual places, Spotify, Apple Music, their online store. If you go to rosespawnshop.com to find all the links for that. So listen to them. It For some reason, this music has a wintry feel to me. Okay, you'd have to explain know. that. A I I, bit more. I can't really explain it. Maybe I just heard a banjo in the winter once, and now I associate all banjo and fiddle yeah. with winter. But it kind of has like a Appalachian winter feel to me. Okay, I don't know. It's you explain summer, it. It's, it's summer, summer music, music to, to you. Yeah, I could see it going either way. It's right. definitely not spring or fall music. When I listen to country music, I always imagine people sweating. But maybe it's because I imagine them in like sort of leather coats trimmed with right. fur. Right. So it must be it must be the winter. So you should definitely check them out. And you can listen to our regular stuff as well. Our LA History podcast on this same feed of podcasts where we talk about Los Angeles history. It's not usually talking about music unless it's about music, which... It's always about music. We always somehow make it about music. Well, the way we bounce off of each other is almost like I'm a drumstick hitting the skin of your drum face. Right. And I'm a roadie picking his fingernails, forgetting what he has to do next. So now to take us out of this Meekly Music Box, we're going to hear Better Now by Rose's Pawn Shop. So, uh, hey, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, and... Happy New Year's Eve. We'll see you on New Year's, which don't forget, there's going to be a big Elvis event in the January 1st episode. So uh, it's going to be a Daniel only podcast episode. Uh, Greg's not going to show up for the because of that, <laughs> oh, which he's been promising since probably September. Greg, the production, I I have already started planning oh, for Dan- that episode. It's it's going to be exciting. <laughs> Dan- it's a Daniel only episode. It's what the fans wanted for going on 10 years now. It's just <laughs> Daniel by himself. Dressed like Elvis. Exactly. Dressed like Elvis. All right. Well, look, get ready for that. But now you're going to hear better now. By Rose's Pawn Shop. Bye bye. Bye.